0: Good morning and welcome to our service this morning from the Burnham Benefice for Sunday the 2nd of May which is the 6th Sunday of Easter. Our service begins uh, with a short piece of music. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of God has dawned upon the world through our Saviour Jesus Christ, who sacrificed himself for us to purify a people as his own. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and peace with all. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the only one, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so the collect for today, the sixth Sunday of Easter, Almighty God, who through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, have overcome death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life, grant that as by your grace going before us, you put into our minds good desires, so by your continual help we may bring them to good effect. Through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
1: Our first reading is from Acts chapter eight, beginning at verse 26. Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, get up and go towards the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So he got up and went. Now there was a Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, Do you understand what you are reading? He replied, How can I, unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation... Justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, About whom, may I ask you, does the prophet say this? About himself or or about someone else? Then Philip began to speak. And starting with this scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, Look, here is water. What is prevent me from being baptised? He commanded the chariot to stop and both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water and Philip baptised him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he was passing through the region, he proclaimed the good news to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is taken from the first book of John, Chapter 4 Beloved, let us love one another, because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another... God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit and we have seen and do testify that the father has sent his son as the saviour of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the son of God and they abide in God. So we have known and believe the love that God has for us. God is love and those who abide in love abide in God and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this that we may have boldness on the day of judgment because as he is so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. Those who say, I love God, and hate their brothers or sisters, are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen, cannot love God whom they have not seen. The commandment we have from him is this. Those who love God must love their brothers and sisters also. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. And that gospel is taken from John chapter 15 beginning at the first verse. I am the true vine and my father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. This is the Gospel of Christ. We affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, Amen. May I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Philip uh, is in Jerusalem, uh, just recently back from witnessing in Samarian villages. And I suppose that he knows he has to do something. Then an angel of the Lord spoke to him and said, Arise and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. Angels, you understand, always speak in the King James Version. Or do they? Thirteen years ago or so, I suppose I knew I had to do something. I was a non-stipendary priest, sharing my Sundays with a busy schedule, Monday to Friday, with many other things. And one Saturday morning, I was sitting at breakfast with the Church Times. An advertising executive once explained to me that men read magazines and newspapers starting with the back page. I'm not at all sure about that, but that morning I was indeed leafing pages backwards, heading, of course, for the book reviews, when everything stopped as an advertisement leapt out at me for the vicar of my local church. Actually, at the time, I was living in another parish. But this church I could see from my house. Well, standing on a chair in the upstairs bathroom and craning my neck, I could catch sight of its tower. I was not looking for a job and I never looked at the advertisements. Philip was very likely not planning to go down to Gaza. The road is inhospitable, it's well known for robbers, and the desert of Judea is barren and a wilderness. He would have travelled south to Hebron and then turned west towards Gaza. He would not have expected to find any missionary work there. But to his surprise, he met a traveller, someone on the road, returning to Ethiopia and reading the scriptures. Philip is then prompted again, go over to this chariot and join it. So how do you know if an angel has spoken to you? Well, firstly, they seem to be insistent. Philip paid at once, no matter the unlikely content of the message. I telephoned the archdeacon while still drinking my coffee. Is that job still open? Is it worth applying for? Sometimes God gives us opportunities in unlikely places, in unthought-of ways. Secondly, They are persistent. You notice that Philip is spoken to again. It would not have been usual for an ordinary person to accost a person of higher social rank. Our Ethiopian serves the Queen, so would have been clearly well appointed. Yet Philip is pressed to overcome all of his polite reluctance. Thirdly, in my estimation, angels are quite difficult to hear. I could clearly have carried on leafing backwards. But as I said at the beginning, both Philip and I, at that point, were aware that we had to do something. So maybe we were better attuned to the angel. I hold a number of little phrases which I carry about in my mind, available perhaps to give us advice. And one of them is this, God will put you in the right place at the right time chance of Philip meeting anyone at all on the desert road, let alone someone reading the scriptures, and who was ready and willing to be almost immediately baptised. What chance that I should be propelled from part-time to full-time over a cup of morning coffee? I feel sure that many of you have heard angels, but the question for all of us, always, is will we recognise them? God will put you in the right place at the right time. Amen. Let us pray for the church and the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Father in heaven, we bring your church to you, praying for our bishops, Graham and Alan, and also the bishop-designate, Bishop of Lynn, Jane Steen. We thank you for all those who take on leadership in your church and we ask your blessing upon them. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we pray for the country of India, where so many are suffering from the Covid pandemic. We pray for those who are ill, those who are grieving, and all who are struggling to help, both locally and internationally. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Dear Lord in heaven, we pray for the island of Ireland, both north and south, and that the present time of unrest and political instability may be swiftly resolved and peace and prosperity restored. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for our community, the place where we live, here in the Burnhams. We pray for all the rejuvenating activities which are coming forth and uh, we enjoy the place where we live. And we, Lord, we ask you to help us protect it and look after it. And may everybody, as they begin to come outside again and take part in many activities, may they be kept safe. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you and we pray for those who are ill, those we do not know, of whom there are so many, all those who are in hospital at this time. And in this benefice we pray particularly now for Frida Harley, John Crombie, Jill Smith, and also for Nora, who is in convalescence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pause to remember all those who have lost their lives during the uh, first few months of the first wave of the pandemic. And we pray particularly now for those who are approaching the first anniversary of their loss, remembering their hurt and also their helplessness in those days Lord in your mercy hear our prayer Heavenly Fathers we uh, celebrate the sixth Sunday of Easter as we begin to come to the close of Easter and tide, and the memory of your ascension into heaven help us uh, retain that joy of Easter Day in our hearts and minds as we Uh, say and await to sing your praises. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we conclude our prayers by saying together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so we come to our blessing. May the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you.